Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin. Today I'm joined with Chris and George Carmona. Guys, I'm happy to see you all again. I'm happy to see all of our beautiful, lovely listeners again, or viewers, I guess. We got viewers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just deaf kids, but also some mute kids that can see. What if, like... You're talking about the disabled ones, right? (laughs) YouTube soon to have Braille subtitles or closed captioning for all their videos. Are you for reals right now? No, I don't know. But that seems like <laughs> no, something that's like pretty like legitimate. I don't know. You think no, you, well, you, just, think, shit. you okay. just think blind people just like have completely given up on watching YouTube videos? Like, no, they want to know what the hell's going on. They want to freaking they want to braille they out wanna the video. They want to job with everybody, too. Of course. The Hispanic ones, especially. <laughs> Look, more on that later. OK, because <laughs> we I, might have to hit that market up. Before they see it, we have the Jaja Jaws. Okay, that's like that's like it's fucked up because there's a there's a soccer team that had braille lettering for their names on their jerseys, and it's like how are they gonna know? Mm. Nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna gonna know. know. They're going to know. I was watching the news, and it was just I don't watch I don't watch TV really. I was just somebody left it on, and I like was eating like a snack before I went back upstairs. There was a guy doing the fucking sign language on the side of all the stuff that was being reported. And I'm like, how have I now noticed that? But then I'm like, hey, that's badass. Deaf people can watch now. Then I'm like, everything needs to be accessible. Yes. You know, like we forget about it so quickly. And then you can think about people with physical disabilities too, like things as simple as ramps. Bro, that's like one of the best things about like. Going into yeah, stunt jumps. You, I think if I was handicapped, because they're gonna. Be, so this is the thing, right? And coming from a world of special education, I know exactly. Uh, accessibility, right, is like such a hot buzzword in the special ed world, because that's the end goal, right? Make everything accessible for everyone, and your your creativity is really endless. So us thinking about Braille YouTube videos, bro, I'm telling you, like it's. People are putting forth a lot of money to make everything accessible. It's like cool now. Like back then, everyone used to be like, aha. And now everyone's like, well, you know, they should be a part of the game. And it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. The whole sign language thing, fucking awesome. I, I'm super jealous of people that know how to do sign language. Yeah. It's, a, it's very sad. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, it's like in a perfect world, we'd all just learn sign language. No, like, like perfect world people wouldn't be born deaf. Yes, but but you, you get to you know designer babies, people start getting really upset. They ask some <laughs> ethical questions. Okay, there's a have, whole bunch. That's I have tinnitus. Up. I'm okay. They're like, hey, we're godless society, but like, hey, if we made some like clone ass kids, that might be kind of weird. No, that's if that starts to happen, I'll be so uh, disheartened. That's one of the things I don't, I do not want. Because are we kidding? In a, oh, like, in a way, I don't too. Hey, your kid's not going to have cancer. Do you want that, or do you want him to have the ability to have cancer? Uh, uh, 
I don't want him to do have that. I'm like, well, that's not fair. But I don't know. That's money talks. Not money, bro. That's like progression society. Nobody gives a, like a fuck what I think. Mm. They're gonna do that regardless. I care about you, George. I care. What Thank you, think. you. And then I hope one day, like my voice is like what everyone hears, and then that's how the simulation ends. Is like in our simulation terminated. Yeah, yeah. Like I just will end up being like everyone listens to you. That would be. Do you think that could this be? This is a getting way ending? too existential right. right now. Yeah, it is. Okay, all right. Especially wait. for this episode, George. How was your week? Yeah, I kind of want to keep talking about how like that's gonna happen. So, <laughs> okay. Well, on my road to being the king of everything in my own simulation, I had a phenomenal week. Uh, back in school, um, and I'm getting some of my favorite kids back. So, like, we spring break just ended, and so now everybody is allowed from all grades to be back. Um, but you know, there's still a lot of kids not coming because like this, it's well, too mean, deep already. The vaccine too just started coming out for those kids. So like my, one of my students just got his first shot, uh, yesterday. So like it's coming fast. I, I mean, it's just crazy how every, everything's progressed, but, um, like sports are back. I start announcing next Thursday, not only announcing, but I'm live streaming. I'm going to literally set it up pretty much practically how we do it here. Right. Um, and then I'm doing the baseball games. So sick. Well, if you need a 4K cameraman, mm, I'm well, doing. Yes, yes. I'm actually. I think uh, we're gonna see how much money is in the baseball program and how much they're willing to allot me to get a new GoPro. That, and they go. have a GoPro they already use. So like, I don't know. Possibly, I don't know. There's a lot of lots of things in the works. Um, I was productive today. I sent in my purchase list. So this is something fun. You guys would. Because I know how much you love money. Um, so every year, you know, like everyone's like, where does your tax money go? Like for schools and everything. Well, it goes to me to spend on cool shit for my classroom. That's how now, George has a GoPro and this laptop and this house. Just so you know. And I mean, I think this is public knowledge. I mean, I'm not afraid to disclose it. Um, every special ed teacher like me, who's a self-contained to so like kids that are with you a majority of the day, we get $1,048 a year to spend on stuff in our classroom. So I got, I, what I do is I always give my kids $20 to spend on whatever they want on Amazon to be in the classroom. Super fun activity. And it creates more of like a, it creates a, a warming environment. So like, like decorations or posters, a lot of kids did posters. Some kids did like cool clocks. I did, did a dude did a moon lamp. Um, my room's really hippy dippy. Um, so it's pretty dope. Yeah, we're, we're creating it. So, I pretty much spent a thousand dollars on making my room fucking bad ass. So my question to you is what would you buy if you were to be in a classroom? Like what's something cool that you'd buy? Like you're, you're my teacher. You give me 20 bucks. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm, I, I'm making the you thousand? the teacher. Yeah. You get a thousand forty eight dollars. Like, what do you do? Supplies. Well, cause I don't, I don't know. Do so you... A lot of supplies are provided already. Okay. So, so that's why I don't worry about supplies that often. What like okay? What is like not notebooks a, and shit? What is not a lot? Like what? It, what's like against school rules to have in your classroom? Firearms. <laughs> well, okay. I'll. I mean, I've disclosed this, um, and it's been approved. But like in this purchase thing that I just got today, we get we're getting a Nintendo Switch controller, a wireless controller, a oh. charging dock for the Switch, and we're getting the game Overcooked. So it's oh, a it's a okay. really good teamwork game in special ed. Um, I'm allowed to get away with a lot of stuff and 
like I we got an Xbox last year too because of that that same principle like this is like a teamwork type environment and I'm adapting and old people thinks it thinks it's awesome you know like I make it work so it's you can make let your imagination run wild I want you to tell me what you'd spend a thousand dollars on like for your classroom for your classroom yeah, like for, like, for, yeah, like yeah. just in general for like for my class like, yeah you get a drum set you get fucking a full-blown you get an ant farm i don't know i thought about getting an ant farm dude ant farms are cool the only thing you can't buy them though you gotta like create them yeah you have to go capture uh, like a queen ant because mm. like, i was looking at because i follow tiktok i follow this guy who has a bunch of ant colonies and i'm like dude i want an ant colony and then i'm like oh you gotta go find that bitch I want you, we can you could probably buy on the black market or somewhere like probably, but I know in America it is illegal to buy ants because they are an invasive species. Mm. That that has to be a conspiracy. Why is it illegal to buy ants? I think ants low key like rule the universe. Like how so? There's just so many of them. They're what, endless. Earth is just one giant ant hive. I wouldn't doubt it, bro. <laughs> we're just we we're ants to bigger creatures. Think about all the places ants can't exist, though. You pour some water on a fucking ant, he dies, bro. Does he, yeah, or does he just go to the new plane? Thousands of siblings. Listen, I get ants every year. I, I do the spray around my house. We got bug people. And some fucking how, Chris? It's, they're back. They're ba- the queen, I guess, Ooh. was not murdered. Or muck-ducked. Like... That's fuck, dude. But, bugs are fucked up. I ha- I hate those mob motherfuckers. Okay, <laughs> they are trying to get menaces. rid of them. They are menaces. I because bu- like especially ants. See, I've gotten lucky. They haven't gotten into the food ever. That's good. that's good because that happened to my house. They got into like our pantry. Ugh. It was it was fucked. It was t- I was like I'm gonna light this shit on fire. Sometimes that's the only option. But anyways, going back to uh, the classroom, I think for sure I would buy like a really nice like sound system. Because I, I play a lot of music and, you know, I would want like my kids to be like, oh, I like this music. Okay, well, let's play it. That is sick. I'm actually thinking about getting into the therapy of sounds. Okay. Uh, and I w- kind of want to spend money in, when I come back next year on similar sound system. Right. Because like I know there's certain frequencies you can play that make you feel certain energies and <laughs> the feelings. The brown note. We'll avoid the brown note. Made my class shit themselves. On root beer float day, it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, but I would do that, and then I would probably buy. Um, so I did this my senior year in the English class that I had. Our teacher, we did yoga on Fridays, and it actually like helped people with test scores. I got eight yoga mats See, okay. in this last order, and I also got uh, like rubber mats, like cor- or half inch thick rubber mats. Oh, you're gonna be teaching kids how to suplex? No, 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 no. <laughs> Half an inch, not suplex, suplex like regulation. You can like, shoot a single on it. You, but a full inch, you now it's all holds. Now it's you know now it's mean? suplex city. No hold back. No referees. We were discussing this today, and I think somehow we, we got to transform this into what happened in your guys' life. Um, how fucking crazy do you have to be to jump into a barbed wire table? Yeah, those dudes are crazy. Uh, wait, wait, who did this? Somebody in WWE. I've seen this somewhere. I don't know the exact. Well, there's a wrestler. guy named New Jack who's like super. He's like an underground wrestler, and he's just like known for being ass. Like he just hurts people. To be to, like, there's a match with him and like a 50 year old man, and he's beating the fuck out of him. 
Did he jump into a, a I'm pretty barbed sure, wire table? I don't table? know if he jumped into it, but he pushes people like into barbed into, wire. Okay, yeah, yeah. So same thing, because they're in an agreement like, oh, you're... No, gonna, that's the thing, those are not. They're like, they after, they're like, what the fuck, dude? And he was like, hey, bro, it's wrestling. You can't. Who's getting into a fight with a barbed wire table around? Like, you got to be a pretty fucking wild. Like, what? That isn't a red flag? Well, I mean, like, it, like it's not part of the match. Like, it wasn't... That's like a grease fire going on in the background, just being like, you know, I think I should play a game of Madden right now. <laughs> No, of course not. You're going to fucking take care of the grease fire first. You're going to be like, why is there a barbed wire table here? But I, I Wrestling. mean, so like you got, okay, okay, I guess it wasn't as like entertaining as I thought it would be. Like you have to, <laughs> I would thought it was just like, yeah, I know you gotta be pretty fucking insane. You do have to be insane. Like the Undertaker to jump or like uh, Mick Foley to just get thrown off the cage. Yes. I feel like it's the money. Like, like, you know, pretend to fight the guy. You might take some hits. We'll oh. give you $30 and a happy meal. Yeah, we need to pump up ratings so your mic get like cut up this time. Fuck it, man. Either that or, you know, we'll b- the, the guy below you is going to fucking do it on, <laughs> on camera. That is true. That is true. And they'll be like, all right, fuck, I guess I'm doing it for $30 and a happy meal. I don't know what I do. And then at the end of the show, they only give you 20 because you have to take their cut. Oh, my gosh. I love seeing like the poor wrestlers in all- It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, bro. There's some homeless ass motherfuckers. Guy lives out of his car. He's he's he takes wrestling jobs. That's uh, <laughs> there's like golfers that's like saying. that it's too. Crazy. It's totally like a more nuts. sophisticated. So Chris, what would you be buying for your said classroom? You know, I was sitting there thinking like, oh, dude, I don't, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so Snack. a wrestling mat, <laughs> <laughs> an entire ring. For yeah, the fuck it. Uh, some hubcaps, uh, <laughs> uh, some two by fours. I don't know. What are I, kids know like? I need fucking toothpaste. So give me that. I bought them olive oil. Dude. I don't know what we're going to do with it. We can do something. I'm okay. So I'm very scatterbrained right now. I don't, I, I don't have a good answer for this. So I thought, what if I got a keyboard and everybody had to try to play the keyboard, even though nobody's going to know how to, so nobody's fucking embarrassed. Oh, you know okay. I mean? Okay. That's a good little class project. But then you need to get the kid who learns the TikTok songs on piano. He's going to be the god in the classroom. Yeah, and it might be funny, you know, like it might be soothing AF. I don't know. You heard a lot of music in school. Like that uh, sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, sometimes. Yeah, like the only time we listen to music to like relax was either like in that English class or like in music theory. Well, like I'm talking about you guys playing music to each other. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Especially in jazz band. Get the sax solo up in there. Oh my god, that's a panty dropper. Uh, if they sounded good, nine times out of ten they didn't know. Nine times out of ten it's like, what? No, dude, brass instruments are like, they're hard as fuck to play. Yeah, what did you play? I played a clarinet. Oh. Which it's a woodwind, which is technically what a sax is, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm totally a woodwind. I was born in April. Wait, so the only difference is one's a brass and one's wood? Yeah. Well, saxophone is, it's made of like a brass material, but it uses a reed. So it's technically yeah, like, a lot of them use reeds. technically a woodwind. The, reeds the, a mouthpiece? Yeah. yeah it's it a has little like a little slat that goes on the, on the mouthpiece. Uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, I'm over here. I play guitar. Yeah. I was a nerd. I was in fucking band in middle school. It was fun. I, guess. I feel like nobody can be judged for being in band in middle school because like nobody knows who they are yet. Yeah, dude. That's where all the cool, funny, cringy shit comes from. Like, <laughs> Oh, uh, we played. I'm playing the clarinet. Like, <laughs> think about it. Everybody signed up for guitar. They filled up, and they're just like, "Hey, listen, you you signed up for guitar. You probably like band. Here you go. Here's a chance." 
I'm so Maybe, glad that they yeah. let me actually be in the guitar classes. Yeah, I I got I got rejected before the jump, dude. The, oh no, I See, ended I, up in explorations. Did anybody have that for middle school? What what I, I what remember the fuck is that? I remember hearing about what's it's, yeah, that's a great question, Chris. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I just we tell did a nothing. teacher to wing it at every some day. point in time. We were playing legitimate football with like a bean, like a one of those little small um hacky sacks. We were playing football in a classroom, and Miss Richards was the teacher for exploration. Oh, of course, she was. And she thought, like, All right, baby, go ahead. She's a PE teacher, so she didn't know any better. And she thought a classroom can double as a football field. We set up the desk. <laughs> And it was like NBA or not NFL street <laughs> in a fucking classroom. I just imagine, I just imagine people get like their fucking heads caved in on like the side of a desk or some shit. Somebody for sure got hurt. But like you obviously like you're allowed to play football in a classroom. It's like you like suck it up very fast because you're like, I don't want to ruin. I don't want to be the kid that ruins it for the class. A teacher. <laughs> my knee hot he screamed me see in rotc like if you were that kid they'd be like damn that shit sucks like, i remember we played this game called snatch the bait it was just like red rover but there was a t-shirt in the middle and they would call your number and you have to run out and get it and get it back without getting two hand touched well this one kid like liked to throw knees and he hit my friend in the mouth and he had to get a root canal right like afterwards because he hit him in the jaw yeah oh, fuck ouchie poo that kid that kid still he took it like a fucking champ dude and he, he was like I, I could go coach and they were like his blood was like coming out of his mouth and they're like I, yeah you're gonna go to the nurse and he was like no i could still play i can't find my teeth <laughs> so you're playing football in explorations yeah yeah i mean i was just i don't know quick little side note like that's that happened i think that's funny because uh it's like school it's like the obligation is hey you're gonna be here for this amount of hours it could be considered a class if we could entertain you motherfuckers for like half an hour. <laughs> so we get paid to do, you know, like it, it becomes like a science. Like we, you, we have to have you here till one twenty five, Okay. And for 30 minutes, I don't know, go outside. Like <laughs> you should have oh, looked at your papers better. It's my duty free lunch, bitch. That's, that's what I say. My duty free, duty free. Nobody in the classroom. You get a kid, try to walk in, you know, talk to you during their lunchtime. I've, I, I would, sh I have shut kids down so hard. Damn, I mean, you're they, that they asshole. I totally awesome. get it. Like, it's your time. Yeah, I get it. 30 minutes duty free. They got to understand that at an early age. It's like the kindest way to say fuck off. Without saying fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the only time you get to legitimately do that to kids. 30 minutes duty free, please. Lock the door. Now I got a back office too. Oh, nobody ever sees me. I turn off the lights in my classroom. So these teachers don't even get the fucking idea. Because it's duty free from those sons of bitches too. <laughs> so just, do you just sit in the back and just catch a little snooze or no no no. No no no. I just big chilling back there on my phone. Watching TikTok. Can't, I can't sleep at school. I don't know. That's weird. Like I don't I, I used to think, oh, Google like has nap pods and like, oh, that's oh, so yeah, badass. I've seen that. And then you're like at work and you're just like, if I took a nap right now, I'd feel like a real piece of shit. Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> this is like there's people like there's productivity all around me and i'm just like you know it's time to catch some z's i did sleep for eight hours and i know i've only been up for four hours but hey it's time so it sounds like you had a pretty good uh pretty good week yeah did i take up 35 minutes yet or uh we're at 24 minutes yeah okay so i can keep talking about my no I'm just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear about christian's week it was a good ride okay yeah, yeah. i'm glad you guys hung on tight oh yeah no it was cool that's how you assert power over people 
you tell them a long fucking story, it you know, it'd be really rude to tell you to stop. I feel like yeah. that's I feel like that's Joey Diaz's career. And then some things stick, and then I'll eventually someone will make a compilation of me. And there you go, dude. And that's the only hit you need. That's it. So this week was like it was chill, I guess. Like I uh usually like if work says like, hey, do you want to work this other day? I'll be like, no. But this <laughs> but today I did it. I did the way I'm like okay like why not like dude money's money bro exactly so i'm like i don't know it was weird so i never i never was that guy for sure you oh, so i would i recommend do you got to do it every once in a while just so like it. just like so, just so somebody's like they get mad at everybody who doesn't do it but if you do it like one or two times they're just like uh Ah, I remember that Friday. Oh, you feel me? I was just laughing Kinda. because as soon as you were like, I'll do it. I just hear that's winning, baby. <laughs> How do you acquire funds? You work another shift. <laughs> you pick up six more jobs. When I was 15, I worked eight of them. That's like that, that meme. That's like, oh, here's a quick tick tip for some money. Go get a job. Oh yeah. I and like people the- are getting hell upset at it. <laughs> My, I have a, I have a friend who like, has like a vendetta against the working class for some reason, even though he's in the working class. And he's all like, how can you turn $500 into 5,000 quick? Put that shit in your gas tank and take your dumb ass to work, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't say no, but it's like, you're just so aggressive. 5,000? Jesus Christ. Oh, people try to, if you, you could Google how to, how to get $500 fast. Yeah, it's called JT Wetworth. <laughs> That's if you have a settlement. That's Loans. 877 cash now, dude. Payday loans, phenomenal. So you, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say. So you took another shift. Yeah, that was it. It was like it was chill. I don't know. I feel like I'm joking around with everybody like all the time now. Like you're the gabaguru saying stupid shit to my boss. He's like a funny old Mexican dude. Like, is that the one who roasted the kid about the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kid got roasted. He's he's our age, but he's kind of dweebish. He was like talking about anime, and our boss kind of like roasted him. Please, say, please enlighten the, the listeners. For sure. We were, me and this other guy were talking about some anime. So he, my boss comes up to us and says, you know, what's a good cartoon? Goku. Like, just to like, like, just to fuck with us. Like, cause we're talking about like nerdy shit. And then, uh, like we all laugh and he says, what's that other one? Moonlight something. Now this other guy, the distribish guy, he chimes in. Oh, that's Sailor Moon. She's fine. Oh my God, bro. Buddies in deep. That's elbow deep in anime right there. Yeah, he he like without skipping a beat or with a thought out of thought the fucking world, right? <laughs> okay. Like that's been in his head. And that's why he's funny. Like he'll just spurt out whatever he thinks. So he's like he's a chill guy though. But uh and so our, my boss goes, Boy, what the hell's wrong with you? Dude. He sounds like I you gotta like you have a Snapchat? No, I never fucked with it. Bro, you gotta like snap us your coworkers. I feel like we have a <laughs> hilarious Snapchat group. We gotta do that. I don't even have Snap anymore. I deleted it. Well, like just so we get a little insight into each other's like day to day lives. Cause I feel like we just dump it on each other. <laughs> Once a week. If I don't see you guys share something on Facebook, I'm like, oh, there's a chance they're possibly dead. I don't know. We haven't Ooh, talked all week. With Christian, yes. Because Christian is a meme lord and like I'll go like throughout the day I'll just open up Facebook and I go, ah, Christian meme. Ah, Christian. I actually get notifications yeah. now when he shares. Now it's before I go to work, 
I'll if I'm like screw if I have a little extra time, I'm scrolling through Facebook and share some shit. On my break, I'm saving memes or maybe like posting my first one for the day and then sharing some more shit on Facebook. If I'm waiting for a ride after work, I'm I'm doing back to you know the memes. It's now before it was like all day, now it's structured. You know, you got I feel you got your three bursts. Okay. I so feel you. Okay. Christian has this down to a science. This is yeah, this is we were talking about the other grind, but now we're talking about the meme grind. It's fun. It's like, I don't know. It's casual. Like you know, I do it three times a day. <laughs> that sounds like masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke two joints in the morning. <laughs> smoke two joints at night. In the herb. In the herb, it's come down from the earth. I light it up. I put it in an urn. It's eerie. All right. Or is it eerie? Oh, that that that's dead. I know. I just I thought that's what came after that. So I was like, no. Let me just jump in. Let me just. I was fucking ah. with that heavy. You're ah. Christian's real good at it. Ah. ah yes, I listened to Three Eleven. <laughs> so if you I guys like want to go supply or go fund me, we want to go to Jamaica so Chris can perform for his people. <laughs> we get shot, <laughs> my people. Yeah, it was fucking spot on. <laughs> He's gonna get I the, guess. You need to leave. 20, I, ch- I channeled something there. Okay. Well, 23 and me, you, and you'll be like 0.8%. He had a nug stuck up in his nose and it hit and he just. Dun, 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 dun. Austin, then, how was your week? Uh, it was a week. I, uh, went, I'm still kind of a little deaf because I, I made the mistake of using Q tips on my ears and I like jacked up my left ear. So now I'm like, like I've been. Uh, my doctor always tells me, he goes, hey, what you're going to do, you're going to get some of those suds from your shampoo, you know, put it over your ear and you're going to let it just oscillate in on its own. Once it gets in there, then you just tip your head, pull your ear up so your ear canal opens and then just let the water go in there and then just tilt your head out and it'll like help clean up like wax. So I've been doing that, but it's it's a slower process because I, I does it up. Does it bubble when you put it in there? Because I use hydrogen peroxide. Similar, uh, similar thing. I, though. I heard to use hydrogen peroxide when I I had my. Do you want to do it after this? No, I'm okay. You sure? Yeah. It sounds like have you like had your daily cleaning? Pressure. Yeah, I did it this morning. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm a concerned father. <laughs> I just want to make yeah, sure you clean day, your every ears. Every day when I shower, I I make sure to do that. Um, like a ears ass checklist. But yeah, so there's that. Um, other than that, though, it was pretty chill. Work was chill. I uh, I saw family over the weekend. My grandmother went and visited them out in Prom. I'm going over there again next week because I have family from California coming down. So should be fun. But my week was uh my week was pretty chill. How was the drive out there? Oh, dude, I took my car, my new one. I went 95 oh, yeah. the whole time. I seen you fucking speeding up that quick turn earlier today. Oh yeah, I I because yeah. that car can the Jeep. I'm afraid I'm gonna fucking roll it if I take a turn too fast. I'm gonna end up on my side. That car, nah. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a little, it's a, it's like a really fast rat. It's <laughs> low to the ground too, which helps. I remember yeah. when I had my BMW really low to the ground. Cars that have that lower center of gravity can just right. fucking turn on a dime. <laughs> have you seen that Tesla video just recently? I don't know if you guys might have saw it. It was on autopilot no. on the highway, flowing like 65, and like there's people stopping in the lane to the right of the Tesla. And then the cars, like one of the cars tries to come out, you know, like, cause it's getting all backed up. And this Tesla swerves so flawlessly on autopilot. 
but the people inside freak the fuck out. They're like, oh my God. Hell yeah, dude. Imagine like. You just be chilling there, sipping on your tea. Fucking Asian driver. Bro. Oh my God. Nobody likes the idea of not having control of your vehicle. Yeah. I d- That's what it comes down to, I think. I would, I would like probably fuck it up because I would try to be like, oh shit, there's a car stopping. Let me step on the brake. Yeah. I d- but see, I feel at a certain point in time, I think the cars just, it takes over. Like, it's not going to allow you to crash. It's one of the most highly certified, like, safety cars ever. Yeah, because I know uh, I watch a lot of Motor Trend, which is a lot of car shows. One of them is Roadkill. And these guys will just find any old American car and it'll be like, literally be like, yeah, this thing hasn't ran in 30 years and there's no engine. And they'll be like, well, we have an engine we're going to throw in it and then they'll get it to run. And then they'll try to like cross country road trip it from like New Mexico to California. Ah. And it breaks yeah. down 500 times. But they uh, they did an episode where they had like a brand new Subaru and they're like, this thing will fucking slide because it keeps stopping me. Like they would try to slide and the traction control would take care of it and the, the car would just correct itself. Oh, fuck. Like it wouldn't straighten back out, but it wouldn't like you couldn't do power slides in it because it would it would be like, mm, no. I mean, but is that something we'd need? No. Power but that, slides. But for their show, they they, they yeah, yeah, take it's a all Mustang and they're like, woo. And it's then, all about that juicy shit. But yeah. Dope, dope. Okay. Well, I guess we should work 30 minutes in. We should probably get into this. Uh, into this the episode. meat and potatoes. Yeah. Okay. So to preface this, uh, I was telling Christian, I saw this TikTok and I realized it was right because he was like, when you're a dad and you get to your 30s, I'm not in my 30s. I'm not even close. But they were like, when you become a dad, you either become a World War II history buff or a whiskey connoisseur. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm both. It's the truth. It's the truth. Like to a T. Yeah. That's pretty much you, dude. Yeah. So I uh, and Vanessa yesterday watched uh, Saving Private Ryan for the first time ever. Mm. And she texted me 10 minutes and what the fuck is this movie? Told you. It's an intense start. I will say I've faded in and out of that movie. I do know the intense scene. Yeah. yeah well, it's like the only. <laughs> that is true. Everything else is fucking the, I mean, there's super in- slow paced. Yeah. And there's some intensity throughout the movie. But like that first 10 minutes, you're like. Oh, homie's going and picking up his arm. That dude has his entrails out and is just laying on the beach. I'm glad they made 1917 so I never have to watch Saving Pirate Ryan again. <laughs> why, would, why would you watch 1917, though? That was a way better war movie. Look, I heard it was good. I'm not saying I, it's not and good. And I haven't seen it. I'm not saying it's not good. I've heard too many good things. But, like, Saving Private Ryan, though, it's two different wars. It's phenomenal. There's no cuts in 1917. It literally yeah, it's follows him ca- from there, the start. There's like, there's like two cuts, but they're not noticeable. Yeah, of course. It, yeah. It's literally just all shot in yep, just one. a long line. But uh, anyway, we so... We gotta watch that. All right. We should. Uh, so I figured for this episode, I, I always love reading up on and watching about inaccuracies in films, mostly like war movies and TV shows. So I decided I was going to get some good ones, some inaccuracies in films and TV, and also where they got it right. So a lot of my info I got from numerous research uh, sites and then a lot of uh, history buffs and armchair historian on YouTube. So check those channels out. That's where I got a lot of my info. But uh, first one I'm going to start with is Saving Private Ryan. Okay. So uh, the first uh, inaccuracy is the movie shows the storming of the beaches in Normandy, more specifically Omaha Beach, which is the ones where the Americans were were at. Uh, even though it's sped up for the film, the actual beach assault took hours before uh, U.S. troops were able to reach the top of the beach and secure the front. It was an all-day thing. And in the movie, it just kind of cuts to them yeah, finally reaching the like, beach. They're like, eh, we did it. So, so what, those little boats they had, they were shooting on those way before all um, that shit and stuff? 
No, I mean, like that. They got that right. It's just it took them longer to mm. get up to the front because there was like, oh, we got to wait. And they had so the crazy thing was is they had uh like vehicles to come with them, but they just kept sinking. Oh yeah, in the water because they they under that worked. They didn't anticipate how rough the waters would be. And Saving Private Ryan does a good job of it too because when they would drop the the ramp in the boats, the, the machine gun fire would just go straight in. So guys were hopping off over the side but they didn't realize oh that's 10 feet of water and they have like 30 40 plus pounds gear on them not including their body so they would just sink and drown holy fuck it's crazy another inaccuracy uh with saving private ryan is as you see people getting shot in the water uh that wouldn't really happen so like the bullets traveling through the water and getting people uh, there's so many different videos of them showing when you shoot the water uh it just stops it just like because the the force newton you know physics so the next one uh this is actually uh something that they get right and it's interesting because i didn't pick it up the first time i saw it uh an interesting piece is when two of the u.s soldiers hold up two axis men at gunpoint and the man uh one of the axis men is pleading in a foreign language uh everyone just assumed they were german uh like in in the movie and but they're actually czechoslovakian that was the first country that they invaded, correct? Uh, yeah, it's like one of the first ones they took over. So what they did, though, and this is actually accurate, so that was really cool. Uh, it's actually true because as they captured men, uh, they used them to fill like regiments specifically to, like for like captured people. So but, like they wanted these people to be captured. Yeah, uh, well, like so the people that are being held up in the movie, when the Nazis captured those people's areas, they used them for the war effort. We're like, you're going to be in the Nazi army. Oh yeah, yeah that makes sense. So that was pretty cool. And it's, it's fucked up because it's like the translator's like, what? I can't understand you. And he just shoots him. And then somebody translated it from Czech. And he's saying like, please don't shoot me. I haven't shot anybody. I'm not, I'm not German. I'm Czech. But nobody knows. They that. basically made those guys cannon fodder. Really? Yeah. Wait, why didn't you use Google translate? I, I don't know, bro. Reception. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably horrible. Can you imagine like T-Mobile out there? They ain't got 5G out there. Cricket. On those rural-looking areas, they might have, like, a cell tower, you know, 20 miles down the road. I don't even Hold know, up, bro. man. I ain't That's... got no bars, bro. Can you give me a second? Just get, like, Google Translate to it. Uh, so, uh... Wait, hold on, hold on. There's a question. If if Hitler had a cell phone, okay, and would he have done the Holocaust? Like, or would he just play it on his phone all day? <laughs> and forgot about that shit. He would be like a fucking king of uh, uh, that, uh, the royal game. What the heck is it called? Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. He would, he would, he would do the Third Reich in Clash of Clans. He'd yes. just start taking Ooh. over the Oh, no. Chris, that's spicy. I think you, you're onto something, though. I'd like to think there's like the leader of like Clash of Clans right now, like at the top has the best sport ever. Like he would have been. Uh, I don't know about Clash of Eve Online for sure. Some of those people at the top are like real future dictator types. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh or, yeah. Or maybe he would. Hitler would have been like a like a micro celebrity, or something like Hello, a, everybody, like Etika or some other like person on the yeah, internet. He'd have been TikTok famous for sure. You know, and maybe he would have done art on the at you know like a really mediocre artist or whatever. So some of his some of those are smacking the one with the dog in it. Okay, all right. And that, that that doesn't make the six million not fucked up. I'm just saying, okay. 
You know, don't be unfair. Okay. Compartmentalize. <laughs> exactly. Nobody. What if he would have become the, the real Tommy Wiseau? What if he would have been the Tommy Wiseau of the 40s? That'd be a great conspiracy. Hitler <laughs> lived and it'd be, it was Tommy Wiseau. Is Hitler <laughs> in Saving Private Ryan? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I just had it's it's like a it's like a few days of the plot because I always love seeing like how they portray of them. Yes, all the different kinds. Yeah, gotta be a compilation of somewhere on YouTube (laughs) or like people make memes out of them. They change the subtitles to crunchy shit. I think that was from uh, was that Inglorious Bastards? Was it that one where he's like arguing with them? No, and then they where they're like in a boardroom kind of. Yeah, I think that's Inglorious Bastards. No, it's Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Oh, maybe it was a miniseries. Maybe show can. Valkyrie, I'm telling you. I've heard that's a that's good. That's an intense scene. That's where they blow him up in a in a meeting room, in a boardroom. I have no idea. Yeah, I've only it, seen the memes off it. All I'll I know say. is I've seen different ones where he's like, "Why I'm is my sure. Xbox Live expired?" Hmm. But uh, so the next one is uh, so the movie is really good, but the plot itself, like the mission, uh, doesn't hold up well because they would not risk an entire Ranger unit to on a rescue mission just moments after invading France. They'd be like, we got much bigger fucking things to do than go find this one guy. Makes sense. So, uh, do you think it's like, that's one of the things you got to do back in the movies to make it seem like, oh, this is one of the morals of being in the army. Never leave a man behind type situation. Yeah, even though on Normandy, they were told like, if your battle buddy gets shot down, keep going. Uh, Yeah. Don't stop. Keep going. No, no, no. Let me just go back and get the guy. Machine guns aren't just shooting everybody. (laughs) Let me just. Uh, But to, to piggyback off of that, there was a practice uh, that was put into place uh, because there were three brothers, three, four. There's a set of brothers who all joined uh, together. Uh, so this practice kept uh, siblings joining and being stationed together to avoid all of them being lost in a battle uh, as it occurred with the Sullivan brothers who all served on the same boat, which was sunk, resulting in all of them dying at the same battle. That's I'm going to say it be the first one. That's a little funny. Okay, in the, like, we know it's not funny, but, like, man, what are the odds? Yeah, and so, like, you know, and so, like, Saving Private Ryan is that plot, because it's like, oh, well, all my other brothers were killed. Like, we're not going to have your mom just be completely heartbroken because you die, too, so we're sending you back home. It's nice to think that they had that kind of compassion back then. I mean, it's not like we just sent millions of people to kind of go die. Right. In the name of democracy. We were the Czechoslovakians the whole time. <laughs> Little do you know, right? No, that's messed up. Why would they do designated survivorship for some soldiers? Like, that just makes no sense yeah. to me. So uh, the last point with Saving Private Ryan is it fails to show any other nationality storming the beaches or meeting up with the soldiers after taking the beach uh, because we weren't the only ones. We had the British and the Canadians also doing the D-Day invasion. Did they wear different uniforms? How different were the uniforms? You know, like I feel like when I watch those old like, videos, like were everything, different, but colors were kind of the same. Dude, everything looks similar. Like there ain't no like red username, you know, <laughs> to help you out. Like well, that's that's movie design. They they say we gotta we gotta show how odd different the two factions are. So it's like here's the blue guy, or with the allies, they might you know do like like green or like more camouflage, darker green, yeah, and then the Nazis. You know, they'll have like some black on them, usually, or some red. And they had the, they had the elongated helmets that would go down farther, like towards mm-hmm. their neck. Look like a mullet. Yeah. Steel mullet. Yeah, steel mullet. Steel right. mullet. Would Hitler have done the Holocaust if he had a mullet? 
You would not have nearly been I feel been like I should in, not have done this as a topic. <laughs> what if he lost the Yee-Yee-S haircut? How oh my, would the right, timeline had shifted? You would have probably gotten more poon. Because, look. Less rage-esque. Less prone to rage. Yeah, that has to be a factor in it. Most definitely. All right, moving on. Yes. The TV series Band of Brothers. I love this show. It's a good show. Yes. It's a really good show. Uh, they have the worst on here for inaccuracies. No way. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. So, in the show, they depict April 11th, 1945. And one of the commanding officers comes in and goes, Hitler's dead, boys. Now, can anybody tell me why that might be wrong? Because Hitler... Uh, you said April like 11th? That. April 11th. I thought he died in the summertime. He died April 30th. Oh, okay. So they were That's... just like just two, three weeks off. This came out like 15 years ago. What the fuck's wrong with them? Yeah, how did this make it to... Maybe they want to do a spinoff. That's why they say don't use the fucking Wikipedia page. <laughs> Dude, go on. have you checked the Wikipedia page? Uh, uh, yes, I did. There's no I way was, it can't be accurate. Uh, no, everything is is saying April thirtieth, but Band of Brothers on their on like their like their opening shot. It's like April. 11th. What if you think they just told them that for the sake of like giving us hope? Or like they could well they, it's because the, the details that they gave were a little too specific. To specific to be not have been the news oh, that was being sure. going around for sure. We got them. So yeah, uh, so here's a cool one. This is the this is the last one for Band of Brothers. So in towards the end of the show, a German officer comes to the characters of the show and hands them his pistol, which is a sign of surrender. In the show, Lieutenant Richards accepts the surrender, but allows the Nazi officer to keep his pistol. This is not what actually happened. And there's an interview with Lieutenant Richards. Uh, in reality, uh, the real Lieutenant Richards kept the pistol and never filed a, fired a single round of it and kept it until the day he died. And this was after surrender. Yeah. So he. So Christian's a Nazi officer. I'm the the lieutenant in the U.S. military. He comes to me and ha- and looks at me and hands me his pistol. That's a universal sign of I'm surrendering. Hmm. So in the show, he goes, "You can keep it, but I accept the surrender." In real life, he was like, "Yeah, bitch, give me that shit. That's just cool." Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, no, let me just hand you back your gun. I think the show's trying to be like, look, we're morally right. And be like, oh, it's okay. I mean, you as being the leader of the liberal gun association. I'm not the leader of it. <laughs> I am far from that. But uh, yeah, so I thought that was interesting because they were like, yeah, he he, I, he could keep it. He's like, nah, bitch, I kept that shit till I fucking died. And there's an interview with him about it, too. They do a background check on that guy? Uh oh, it's Germany. They didn't need to do background. They were the background check. Yeah, I know, but don't you think that guy's a little mentally unstable? <laughs> That's bro, they had their soldiers sniffing fucking heroin, okay? Yeah, they were like they wanted the unstable heroin. motherfuckers. They actually created oh, okay. I mean we could go down another rabbit hole. Yeah, that's that's, that's a whole hour fucking excursion, okay? Yes. So yes. the next one is uh Dunkirk, which is uh 2019, set in 1940. Uh so in the movie, they only show three British Royal Air Force planes uh, in the movie coming to help evacuate the soldiers. In reality, there's 3,500. Planes? Yeah, that came in because they were coming in to help. There, there's 400,000 troops on the beach to be evacuated. So they brought planes in because that's when Germany started attacking France. So this is at... Uh... This, is in, this is in France. It's in 1940. 
Okay, and this is the Omaha Beach. Is this? No, this is it's it's in Dunkirk, so it's not Normandy. It's a different oh, okay, spot. Okay, I never watched the movie, so like I'm a little lost. That's, yeah, it's uh, it's basically just like the story. Uh, it's a real it's a real event that happened. It was four hundred thousand men that needed to be saved. Their boat gets sunk. Like a boat comes in to save them, it gets sunk by a U boat. Uh, English like civilians come with their boats and start picking up soldiers and mm. taking them home. It's it's really good. It's a Christopher Nolan film. Okay. It's really good. So why would they lie about that? Well, at logistics, you know, get 35 because they didn't do like almost no CGI. Oh, everything was that's pr- where they're fucked up. Like, well, that's it, it was really cool because it was all practical effects. I'd like to think- I will say I am sick of CGI movies and planes. I'll say that. OK, yeah, they used they used real planes to get as close as they could to the original and they painted them up. to. And then for like some of the bombers, they just made giant models. Hmm. I would like to think that they like when they went to go propose the budget for it, they're like, yes, we need $2.2 billion because we need 3,500 planes. World and, War II era planes. Yes. I'm Christopher fucking Nolan. Are well, you not going to sign the, this well, contract? Well, he spent all his budget on like the ships and the location. But it seems like one of the most important scenes. Uh, well, it was, it, was a, it was a plot line. Ah, it wasn't okay. like the main... Thing. Saving four hundred thousand people. I don't know. I thought that was kind of the grand finale. Oh no, there's a whole bunch more. Oh yeah, gets deep. Uh, a lot of people die. Hmm. So that's war for you. Moving on to the next one. Most of Dunkirk's cast was specifically picked due to their age, which was great because most everyone in the British military at that time were between the ages of eighteen and twenty-six. It's a lot of young people. It's not like when you have fifty-year-old John Wayne. All right, pilgrims, let's go ahead and storm <laughs> Vietnam. When he's 50 and like that dude's probably realistically like 30. So oh. go ahead. No, no, no. You said, so this is a true one. This yeah. is where they match. Like, like, like they kept it really up. They kept like the age pretty consistent. So this isn't so much like a, where they got it right. It was a gripe that I had. Uh, so the film received some negative reviews due to its lack of women and people of color in the film, but it's accurate to 1940 with a very white and male British military. Now, did you just read a couple of comments or were you, No, no, this is probably, like this is like legit um I'd love to get whoever wrote this. Yeah, he's a, I forgot his name, but he's like a, a, a like a big time movie reviewer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. One of those types of guys. Yeah. Fuck me, man. Yeah, Jesus he was like he was Christ. like if you don't, if you don't like, uh, if there's no like people of color in it. It's like what? it's a war accurate film. Like, yeah, it's those. It's like you make it. You think like, oh, there, uh, there's all these people that are mad about this. No, it's just this one dude. Like, you know, well, there was mean? there was a couple of other reviews, but they wrote for big magazines and big websites. Well, so he's got to make his banana somehow, and he's True. like, ah, oh, it's a great movie. Ah, uh, it's just tossing some controversy here. Yeah, where were they, guys? Let's answer the real question. Let's answer here. the real question. Another one was uh, this movie called Tora Tora Tora, which is about Pearl Harbor, but it's more of the Japanese side. Okay. Uh, people were mad because it depicted the U.S. as not being ready for the attack on Pearl Harbor, which is exactly how it happened. They were like, "It makes it makes us look like we're weak." I and don't think we were ready. I'm just gonna we were to break that one, do you guys. It's like, I don't know. Like, how it, does that make it any better? Like, that sounds like the worst argument in the world. Well, because I don't, I don't know. I feel like people just don't pay attention in history and they were like, 
yeah, Pearl Harbor. No, nah, we just uh, it was a tough battle, but we were totally ready for it. It's like we, we weren't we weren't ready for him. That's why they got the, the drop on us. Here's what it is. It's like for some reason, like there's like history and what happened, but then there's like cultural shit that goes with it. So you have all these like people who are like, you know, we have to like look at history in the most patriotic way. And like, what do you mean? Pearl Harbor was a tragedy. What the fuck? What, what are you trying to weave that into? You know? Yeah, no, no, no. I like those people. I, I would be like, you know what? I, I actually hope we were completely ready. And then we got our ass kicked. Now, how do you feel? Like, yeah, it's like, oh, that stings a little more. Well, you know what? Ah, uh, I don't think we were actually ready. Like, no shit. Like, yeah, that's why Pearl Harbor was as bad as it was. And that's how that's how long those conversations. We see how we handled that in about 15 seconds. Yep. Boom. That's boom. But no, they wanted to type it instead of talking to somebody first. Yeah. Uh, so the last film that I that I brought up, there's so many that I could go into, but a lot of them were just it's like a lot of the John Wayne ones were because it's like, why is there 50 year old fucking John Wayne as a commando of the of the military? He looks like leather. Why That's is he funny. here? And there's a lot of them that are like, yeah, bro, they had like a tank that wasn't made until the 60s in a World War Two movie. And they're just like, ah, we got it. It goes back to like, how much are you really about to pay for fucking yeah for vehicles and tanks? Like shit. this crazy dude in in Tennessee who has tigers said we could use his tank. How much? Three hundred dollars. Perfect. Good. Bring them all. Bring the tigers too. There were tigers in in France in World War Two. Go ahead, bring them. <laughs> I feel like that's them. how a Michael Bay movie fucking goes. Uh, one of one of the ones that was very inaccurate was Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. Interesting. Because to add drama, he has like the main love interest who works in a hospital get bombed, but the Japanese only targeted hard targets is what they called them, which were like boats and stuff. They didn't target hospitals or stuff like that. It's kind of like Michael Bay. What are you doing? Well, I actually, I kind of want to jump back on this whole tiger thing used for war. I think this is a great idea. <laughs> you get a whole bunch of tigers and you starve them. And then that's like you're that's like throwing a flashbang almost. You literally just described you just let Far loose Cry. Hungry tigers. That's literally just uh, an, a mechanic in Far Cry. I mean, well, I mean that sounds. You light. can literally like open an animal cage that's being held captive, and they'll attack like the people. And you know, back then it might not have been as effective because you know they were a little tougher back then. But think about nowadays with these fucking softies behind a computer, have a fucking tiger running after the AI team, controlling all the drones. Who's the real winners, right? Boots on the ground. Or they're just going to fucking missile our tigers. And that's never, that's not going to be a good thing. It'll be like the scene in uh, the interview. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that I movie. haven't seen it in forever. I have to But a tiger it. gets killed by a missile. Like that exact situation. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's a great movie. Gotta I feel like it. the PR is a lose-lose of the tigers. Okay. And I'll explain why. Okay. You got All right, let's hear it. Because I think I think there's there's merit to what you're saying, absolutely. But it's a pure nightmare. Okay, if it does good and the tiger eats all those motherfuckers, then it was like, oh, we're so inhumane. You know, they had tigers eat their enemies. But then if you <laughs> lose, it's like they sent in all those tigers to die. Okay, you know, like the fucker behind the keyboard. Okay, it's World War Two. They're setting tigers onto the beaches and somebody is typing about it at home. Thank God tigers aren't in Japan because we would have been fucked and like 
going some well, of those midway islands. So here's there's the no thing. tigers out there. So they could have done anacondas. Well, black mambas in the Pacific. Black mambas. Those are hard as fuck to shoot, brother. Fast as <laughs> shit. The, can you imagine trying to shoot hungry black mambas, bro? PR nightmare. Well, okay. so here's the thing with the Pacific though is the Japanese would kill a lot of the like wildlife on the islands, so that way they wouldn't have food. And then also wow. every like we wouldn't just see an island and go, all right, we're going on it. No, we would bombard it for like three to ten days with our missiles. Ah. And artillery. See, I'm seeing a really untapped potential here for these wild animals. <laughs> Maybe there's like a zoologist out there somewhere just creating an army of just hungry fucking killers. It, it's it reminds That'll me of the next mass killing. It'll just be like animals. That's fucked. Okay. That's a bad that's- <laughs> extinction. It reminds me of on Parks and Rec when they did the mock UN and they were all representing a nation and Andy with his nation wanted to buy all the world's lines. <laughs> you know. Why were they doing a mock UN just for comedic purposes? Just like, oh, well, because they're all, they're all government workers and the main chick, she's like a nerd. So she wants to go like it's like a school uh, event type thing. And she wants to like like run it for all these brainy kids. It's like a mock UN. Let's be the UN. All right, I'm nuking. I you remember and you. this episode now. Yeah, and shout out. You wearing the T-shirt right now? I'm glad you at least mentioned them once. There you go. I'm a secret plug for a network television show. Go watch it now, everybody. He's the Parks and Rec sleeper cell. It's our first ad. <laughs> our first ad, and we're not even getting paid for it. We could possibly get sued for it. It's great. Phenomenal. Oh, great. Awesome. Don't watch it. Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our last film on this is the Vietnam film We Were Soldiers featuring Mel Gibson. Mm. Once again, a movie I've not Mel, watched. Mel Gibson made a war movie? He's been in several, I think. That's where he's been. Wait, it was oh, Braveheart, he said bro. With Mel Gibson. He was fucking yeah. Braveheart. I was thinking right? of like Passion of the Christ right now. <laughs> Am I wrong? Mel Gibson was Braveheart? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's a good that also guy. has some inaccuracies. I didn't get around to. Get That's like a war movie. I know you. I did. I'm very glad that you stayed within the realm of World War II or and, wars. And, yeah, wars and like like modern because this yes. this last one's Vietnam. Yes, I only it, surprised by reading the statement. It'll explain why I have the least amount for this one. So this film is deemed as an extremely accurate depiction of the Battle of Y Drang in Vietnam. Uh, it is very violent. Does a great job of showing an insight on how America lost the war due to bad tactics and trying a more of a, like a seek and destroy approach to warfare. Cause in, in world war two allied tr- forces would just move to a position and then hold it and then keep moving forward. Not in Vietnam. They're like, I think I saw him over there. We're going to go shoot him. Ooh. So, but in this movie, they show how, uh, how overconfident we were. We were like, man, we, fucking, we nuked Japan. Fucking, we'll, we'll do it to Vietnam. I am a real American. Exactly. Was, every helicopter has to play that song. Uh, on and the way so in. the problem with Vietnam though, was, is they would, drop napalm and missiles down and then they would land and comb the area so like they knew we were coming so excuse me apparently the Viet Cong only fought when they wanted to they would sometimes just let the Americans walk above them in their tunnels and they'd just be like yeah just let them let them tire themselves out and then we'll, we'll pop like three of them tonight <sighs> yeah shit was That's wild Ill. Fucking assassins. and then it, uh, this movie does a great job of showing the atrocities that America did like they would they would kill all these people and then just put them up in a pile and be like all right this is gonna be all now yeah so I I mean like 
I can't imagine how, I mean, how low in the ranks do you have to be to dig mass graves? You know what I mean? Oh, everybody does. It's just, all right, everybody, back to the pile. Not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody, but if you're there, I mean, you're If fine. you're a high up kind of guy, you're just like, all right, hey, fucking corporal dipshit. Well, no, I, don't you're think, 17. I don't think the Americans dug graves. They would send the body back to like a field hospital. Well, no, I'm talking about fucking the people they're murdering. Like you said, they tossed them in a pile. You oh, know? they just left them there. They didn't build no mass grave. They just tossed them. Yeah, no, but I mean, so what's worse, building a body pyramid or digging a mass grave? Well, they saw the body oh, pyramid as probably terrible. like... Well, fuck, you had to choose one or the other. Like, I think they saw the body pyramid as like, ha, yeah. Hey, you remember when the cheerleaders used to fucking get in a truck? <laughs> 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 uh, so the reason why this one was depicted oh my so God, well... I'm is, so sorry. ...is because this was based on the book We Were Soldiers, which was written by a Vietnam vet, and they brought in that guy to be like, oh, this is how we do it. So that's why it was so... I mean, Steven Spielberg did the same thing for... Saving Private Ryan, but only for the Normandy invasion. Like, only the first few minutes. So. It, yeah, it's always weird how they, uh, like, it's, uh, it's really up to the director on how deep they want to go into, like, the historical accuracy. Yeah, and they just be like, I want to make an art statement. It's like, okay, but that's history. I don't care. I want to make money in, in art. So, this is some, and you guys can help me clear this up. A lot of movies have that based on a true story. Right. And then there's inspired by a true story. Right. I have always struggled in understanding like. So based on a true story. Or just not real. Based on a true story would be like Band of Brothers or Dunkirk. Inspired by a true story would be like Crisis. Okay. Because Crisis, it's all fictional. Okay. That that shit like really did happen. That clears it up. Yeah. But see, how can you say based on a true. This is where it fucks with me. You say based on a true story, but then there's inaccuracies. Because you not, you're not saying this is a one-for-one one telling. You're just saying based on. So I, because I've never seen a movie that says a one-for-one one telling. Yeah, no, because you don't want to because then you're, you're not going to get everything right. The documentary. A, yeah, a documentary is a one-for-one one telling. You know, that's interesting because documentaries are like, they're supposed to be like exposés of sorts because like, oh, rip it back. See how it is? There's this one fucking documentary and it's a nature documentary, but now it's fucked up because basically... Because we were talking, I was thinking about this because you we were talking about ants earlier. Okay. And uh, it's murder among the Mormons. <laughs> were there ants in that movie? We, there needs to be a website where it tells you if there's ants in a movie. Maybe I'm an ants, antsophobic or something like that, you know? So this upcoming week, we got Braille for YouTube and ants.com. <laughs> ants.com. Oh. I feel like that's already a thing. I feel I'm almost certain ants.com is a thing. Bro, I sure it's, hope it's so. just the Ant Man porn of him speed bagging the clip, bro. <laughs> it's just a nonstop gif. It's like Neon All right. Cat. All right. All right. All right. All right, guys. But off the speed bag. Okay, that was pretty funny. All right. That was. That was. But uh, the issue is like due to the industry in this this mining town the it was like the the insect population got killed off and lizards as we know which we have lizards here in the desert here in nevada even they go off of plants which there aren't always a lot of and they go for bugs well you know you know us polluting the fucking air and doing all the terrible <laughs> shit um you know polluting the water they like we're not having food so what they were doing is they were moving inwards towards the cities of this mine. They were moving towards this mining town because they all like scattered, lived in the fucking, you know, when you see the crack desert in a fucking movie, okay? Yes, I see it. I, see, I, I can shit. envision it. They're moving inwards to like, like feed off like grass and gardens and shit. 
and uh the whole town were, was freaked out um the point of it was when and you know people were freaked out but the lizards when they don't have a veg when they have a vegetable diet that's one of those things like you ever see when they feed ants candy and it changes their color yeah it affects the pigments in the lizard's skin so they were eating common shit like potatoes and carrots out of people's gardens oh no so are they turning like fucking bright orange they mm, basically they weren't always able to handle the temperature fluctuation so a lot of them died of like hypothermia i feel it i feel it essentially yeah fucking murk you eat carrots and you die all the lizards that i see are fucking potato and carrot colored so like that kinda. is that where you're coming to like kind of well okay depends on your region because like in the movies they all show them like orange and colorful but a lot or of them green are very bleak looking like if you like especially in the nevada shrubs you see a lizard like that those motherfuckers blend in with the shrubs they burn 100 percent. yeah yeah but the point about the documentary was that they fudged the they like fudged the name of the town or something it was something like so it was arguably just a mistake <laughs> like saying hitler died three weeks before he actually did yeah like okay it could have been a bad mistake but basically the whole thing got like got like tanked you know what i mean and they almost had like a like a lawsuit from the actual town no shit. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. Watch well, what happens when you tell one for one. So sometimes make a creative decision. Bad things happen. Yeah, no, you just got a label documentary on it and then boom. Not <laughs> it's real. <laughs> See, but like so like Pearl Harbor, for example, Michael Bay, people love that one. And they didn't like Tora Tora Tora, but Tora 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 is a much better like one to one explanation of it than Pearl Harbor because Pearl Harbor's like, look at this love story. And everyone was like, bitch, I was fucking sleeping in a bunk in the boat. What did, I had no time for love stories. No, those things always. And I think that's everything that's always going to happen in movies. There's going to be those people that are just like, I'm going to find everything that's wrong with this motherfucker. There, there are there are those people. And I enjoy watching them because it gets so fucking livid. It's so funny. Yeah, it's a passion. Sure. It's it's we always enjoy seeing things that people are passionate about. And like when people put effort behind it, you truly bizarre videos, our podcast. Like, I feel that's interesting. You know what I mean? So I'm going to keep this shit up, man. Exactly. Well, uh, so yeah, at least there's passion. You know? I just want to say thanks to you two for letting me fucking. I really enjoyed drop the, a fucking nerd bomb again. Hey, it was a good it was a good little like gravel hole. You know, I kind of want to do this with sports movies. Oh, dude, do it. You're the sports That'd guy. That'd be cool. You yes. can be the expert. And then Christian can come in with conspiracy boot. No. <laughs> ah, so the NHL disbanded from uh from canadian leagues in 1989 in the mighty ducks but they fudged the tax forms and they actually had an orgy at halftime but they didn't they didn't put that in the movie Jesus. because they're part of a sex cult it's a disney movie but i mean come on now be real oh, man thinking about mighty ducks makes me think about billy the kid from young guns mm. and just how like the actual person billy the kid was a fucking just badass uh like so, so like long story short he was like a, a fugitive so he had bounty, bounty hunters on him, but he was so fucking like sly. He was in a bar, like in some town out in the West. And this bounty hunter walks in and, and like this lady's like, oh, who are you trying to find? He's like, yeah, this guy, he's, a, he's handsome and everything. And so Billy goes, oh, I know this guy's here to kill me. Check this shit out. Like to himself, he goes over, he goes, oh, is that the gun you're going to shoot him with? He goes, yep, sure is. He goes, oh, can I see that? And he goes, all right, sure. And he hands him the gun because he's like trying to impress this girl. So while the guy's talking to the girl, Billy like empties out the cartridges like from the revolver and then hands it back to him and he goes you fat fucking bitch and he starts like shit talking him 
So he pulls out, he goes wide, and he goes click, and nothing happens. So Billy goes, y'all saw that? It's self-defense. Bow! It just fucking blasts him. Bro. And that's like that's like a like a real, like, a documented historical. That shit's so fucking funny, because he's just like, you fat fucking bitch, I fucking hate you. What are you going to do, shoot me? <laughs> Deaths back in those days just seemed comical to me, bro, because they just so natural. Like that movie, uh, a thousand or the yeah, thousand, thousand ways to die in Seth the West. Seth Rogen one. No, no Seth, Seth McFarlane. Tomato. I tomato. said Seth Rogen. Oh. Seth McFarlane. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great movie. I like the whole bit about you know they die. You're gonna die before you're thirty. You know. Yeah. No, and that's the exact definition right there. The dude's like, hey, fucking, I was working at you know the the haberdashery, but there's some big money to be had in killing people for money bounty hunting and then you know it's his second day on the job and he's like look i'm looking for this motherfucker and he's acting all tough and then he gets popped by the yeah it's great i still remember my dad just would always quote the his uh seth mcfarland's dad he's ow just fart and he would be in pain (laughs) all the time that's a that's a great we gotta watch that one. Nail that goddamn door shut. I don't know. That's what I, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of hateful You're eight. Hateful eight. Uh hey, that's interesting though, because that's West, a good one though, right? Hateful mm-hmm. really is. good. And million ways to die in the West, or whatever the hell, however many zeros. Okay, like I said, we can't perceive numbers. Uh-uh. It's a sigh out by the CIA. <laughs> Next topic, that was the first one. Oh, Wild West. Okay, that, that those are always like historically based, but we're kind of okay with it being inaccurate when you think about this. Versus the World War Two stuff. Yeah, it's more romanticized. Also, you know what I mean? World War Two, like, there's still some people alive that were there. Mm-hmm. Very few of them. Like, I had a great Not grandfather. Not too long. Yeah, shit. This day, the clock's running out <laughs> on those motherfuckers. I mean, look at Prince Philip. Homie just. Yeah, like. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Stem shit cells aren't saving that generation. Like, that, uh, that they. We might get lucky enough to be saved and live a lot longer than what we should. They definitely got the back end. See, I was telling Christian this because I saw the news this morning when I woke up and it was on Instagram and somebody else commented, okay, now do the queen. (laughs) Shit, all right. I guess we'll just jump into that. And now people are taking that. Have you seen that app where you can like put a photo and it'll like animate them and they'll sing and shit? Wombo, yeah. Yeah, so people are doing that, but they did Prince Philip singing DMX songs. Oh, that's awesome. R.I.P. R.I.P. I I played him at the gym a lot today. Fucking great. Hype guy. Good song. Yeah. Well, I mean, we appreciate everybody listening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We do. We really do. So, George, I got a question for you. Yes. What are those? What are are those? I'm sorry. That was was really fucking ill of me. I'm sorry, everybody. Christian just hops out the window. I'll, be, right. I'll leave now. What do you think? No. What, what do you think I texted Christian? You definitely texted him about the, the quote. And like, I'm going to be honest. I've been pretty out of it this episode. And I haven't good, been good. on my good game, one. bro. Ooh. This is a good one. Mm. Uh, it's the insects moving in from the outskirts of town to uh, so i think the line was something about coal miners is coal miners in the line no no it's not coal miners oh, okay if i can't come up with the exact phrase i don't think i get it well, Look, it, i'll tell you it's in that story i'm gonna tell you that right now oh, i knew it was it based wasn't on the phrase. reaction it, it was just two things linked 
I, I covered a lot of stuff. I don't uh, know if yeah. that's fair. I gave him pigmentation. Two... Okay. No. Let let him finish and his thought. Yes. I'll leave oh, carrot pigmentation. Carrots were part of it. Okay. That, carrots, but, but that's not but the, not the... yeah indirectly they were it's part carrots of it. and skin tone. No. I feel like you're going too like. I I so I will it. say this. I will say this. If I can't come up with it like off rip like that. I'm not going to play hot and cold. Like I lost okay. this round. I'll give it to Chris. I, 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 I'm glad I at least knew the story. Yeah. You, but I'm fucking mad at myself for not being like, this is it. Like your red flag didn't go. Hey, yeah. Hey. I didn't look. Okay. So do we tell him what it is. Yeah. Go, you can go tell him what the I texted you. Exact phrase is vegetables and lizards. <coughs> That's it. And that's a good one and i'll say like i forgot about we were doing this whole thing austin <laughs> gave it to me and i'm like fuck i have to think of some bullshit now and he fucking off the rip too i was like damn christian's really going at you it tied that in with historical inaccuracy yeah one-offs because last time i waited so long to do it so i'm like i'm gonna bounce it off whatever the fuck is excellent in front of job me. excellent good, job you, you got one uh, it's one you one. win you win an extra meal you get to oh, eat yeah. another so day you get another six dollar meal credit uh you can get one fry Beavis and Butthead. Okay, you can have the toy. Fry. You're telling me about the Beavis and Butthead episode? Oh, where they yeah. share the happy meals. Like, you can have the fries. You can have the toy this time. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm going to get it next time. I- I'll say, I'll say this. And I was, I was bummed when I fucked them on, okay? I was bummed. Um, to be fair, I give a lot of off the wall shit this time in my whole story. Like, I you don't. did. I only, and to be fair, it's only like two words. So, like, it's kind of like a needle in the haystack type situation. Yeah, but I, it's that's part of the fun of it. I would nailed the first one. Okay, like yeah. So it's not like I'm not capable of doing it. No, we know you can do it. It was just it, yeah. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. But I, I'll Sherlock Holmes that shit next time. But to but to bounce off of that for everybody listening, please email us. Give us some give us some weird fucked up phrases. Like just give us like two random things like. Like lukewarm cinema podcast and astrophysics. Like we don't belong there at all, but somehow Christian will find a way. That's easy. It'd be like Elon Musk is an astrophysicist and he funds. What? He's not an astrophysicist. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. People are dumb. (laughs) And he's the one who funds lukewarm coin. Boom. Quick link, bro. I mean, can you imagine if you just tweeted that one day? It's like twisting two wires together. Okay. What if we're. What if he just. What if he just said, hey, if anybody buys this shirt, I'll interview you for Tesla. Bro, we would be fucking millionaires. I think the first thing we got to do is win one of David Dobrik's giveaways of a Tesla. <laughs> I don't that want that because I can't afford the taxes on it. Yeah, I know, but that gets us an in with Elon. I have a Tesla. Yeah, because yeah, they... the entire customer support in, in a Tesla is Elon. Is it really? No, I'm I was just, like, I was like, I'm fucking great. It's just have... a robot of him. I was going to say, I'm almost certain they have like a, a customer support team. I'd yeah. love you to turn on your Tesla and just be him and just be like, welcome to tesla but he's like he's like very sporadically thinking so he's like hey uh yeah this tesla yeah it goes pretty fast uh, <laughs> um this is my uh <laughs> i designed this car because i'm super smart and uh do you know that dude I has kids bored. like besides a equals <laughs> mc squared he has like two kids with regular names they're not as cool no and they're like 10 or 11 like they're Adopted. old no he had a wife years ago like when he first sold his first <laughs> a wife yeah he he, he was now like, he has a fleet of robots, robots. <laughs> a robot harem okay harem. they right. look like anime girls test tube babies. 
this episode's getting fucking wild. I feel like I say that every episode, though. I feel like you guys just top yourselves with how fucking yes. ridiculous we can and get. Before we get off, I feel like Elon Musk would have a Tony Stark Jarvis-like AI built into every car, and that's that's the customer support. I love that. And I and I has to do the whole thing. Yes. I would do it, but I would make mine rude. It'd be like, no, you dumb bitch. You have your foot on the brake. Oh, just berate get, your shitty driving. Get your hand off the wheel. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> Please let me demonstrate how to make a right turn. Look, this is a turn signal, you fat bitch. <laughs> okay, I feel like some of these cars should be implementing that. Not gonna uh, lie. Yeah, I mean. But anyways, we appreciate everybody listening. You know where you can find us: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. Give us more phrases. Tell Please. Christian what to say. He uh he doesn't. We actually have a teleprompter right behind the camera. So, yeah, but it's it's like the Big Brother video, and he's telling us. You know, you have to order off the lunch menu. It's past 11. Yes. That exact situation. That exact situation. Those are the exact words. It's fucking hot. Let's wrap this up. It's very hot in here. (laughs) We're going to wrap this up. Uh, We appreciate you guys. Lucorcinemapodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, everybody. Jinkui. 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 Jinkui.